The pain trains come into everybody's town as a human. Pain, suffering, challenges in life, physical challenges, mental challenges, emotional challenges, death. There's nobody that escapes all this. You got two options. One, which is currently in vogue, is to kind of do who can be the biggest victim in life. And, and your status is, is achieved or your sense of entitlement is achieved by how wronged you've been. If you take that model and you extrapolate that down one, two, three generations, where do you go with that? It's not an upward trajectory. The other option to say, hey, this is an invitation from divinity that is saying to me, I'm putting an obstacle in here because that obstacle is the springboard. It's the foundation of your future. Solving that problem, overcoming that condition, meeting that challenge is the evolutionary process. It's survival, not of the fittest, but of the most adaptable. We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hello there. Welcome to yet another episode here on the Strong by Design podcast. Hosting today, Coach Chris Wilson. So happy to have you. Thank you for joining us. If you're a first-time listener of the show, uh, welcome. Great to have you. Thank you for finding us. And uh, hope you have carved out a few moments of your day here to enjoy this conversation. Uh, a real powerful conversation uh, for all of those uh, athletes, people there out there looking to optimize their health and well-being, their performance, how they feel. Um, and really, just in life, this conversation can benefit anybody from the, the, the casual uh, fitness enthusiast to the more aggressive hardcore athlete. Uh, this will be a very relevant conversation with a past guest of ours. I, I dug back in the in the archives and I found the conversation episode 40 with Mr. Wade Lightheart from back in the day. Uh, several years ago, it was on a different topic. It was actually on gut health, which is another one of his, you know, un, everything kind of runs through the gut. So everything <laughs> Every conversation can be brought back to that, but we're going to go in a, a bit of a different direction today. So as I said, my guest today is Wade Lightheart with Bioptimizers. He's a longtime friend uh, and uh, affiliate uh, of somebody that we've done uh, work with uh, over the years now with his company and promoting the amazing uh, supplement line that they, they've put together here over the years um, that's truly remarkable. Uh, and I've been uh, a huge advocate of theirs for many, many years and taking a lot of their supplements myself. Uh, before I get there, though, I want to say one more quick thing. Uh, the Strong by Design show, for those of you who are new, maybe don't realize there's a double meaning behind the, 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 the name of the show, Strong by Design, okay? Strong by Design because we are strong by the way we are designed, by our designer, okay? We are created unbelievably, and we then have the responsibility then to live out a life that is strong by design, by our design, by the way we live our life, the choices that we make, the decisions that are in front of us on a daily basis. So I want people to think that, that you are created strong, but then you have to then walk that out. You have to live that out. So the name of our show kind of has that dual meaning. And for past listeners, you've heard me talk about that before on the show. So you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. We believe that 100%. And that's why these conversations on our podcast go in kind of any any direction in life, any area of life where you can be stronger, okay? So we hope that this uh, meets you where you're at today. So our guest again today, Wade Lightheart, kind of the, in, in many ways, right, you're the, the inspiration and the founder behind Bioptimizers in terms of the, the what you guys have been making and producing that's helping thousands of people uh, live healthier lives. Is that not right? Yeah, Matt and I, um, uh, my co-founder, uh, we were personal trainers a couple of decades ago, and we were successful in, in 
in, in, in almost two different ways. But we, the one thing that we shared, so he's a keto, keto guy, I'm a plant-based guy, and we had lots of discussions about the benefits and liabilities of both of those diets. Uh, he was very much into athletic performance. I was very much into bodybuilding. And so there was a cosmetic side, and then there was a performance side. And then, but the where the, the, the rubber met the road was we were both concerned of how do we improve those things while improving a person's health, which most of the models out there on both performance and aesthetics are short-term type of mentalities is what do I get now? And I'll pay the freight on that later. And what I learned in the bodybuilding industry specifically you look at what happened in the 90s, that's when, you know, the freaks came in and bodybuilders I call the original biohackers in that they're trying to overcome two evolutionary biases. One is uh, it's not conducive for us to build excessive amounts of muscle that take up calories and nor is it... Uh, in alignment with our genetic evolution to lower our body fat levels to performance levels that are successful in a bodybuilding stage. You know, someone who's really strong is one thing, but you want to be strong within creating an athletic body so that it can hold up to the strength that you just don't blow something out. And that's where, you know, expertise like yourself come in with people. Yeah, you can get big, take a bunch of drugs and train kind of crazy and guess what? Then you blow your shoulder out, then you blow your back out, then you blow your knee out. And so there is a curve in the performance model that you'll eventually break down your health if you are not training smartly. And you can get away with a lot when you're young, but as you get older, you know, the interest rate comes on those uh, payments that you, that you paid, right? And so we decided that we wanted to build a new model we wanted to build a new model that was uh, aesthetically pleasing, that fit the performance models, will improve people's health. And that's why we have aesthetics, performance, and health on our, our, our bioptimization triangle, the, the, the things that optimize your biology to live long and to live strong. So we founded our company. Um, first, we were dealing with the bodybuilding market, and then I, I was running a holistic health clinic. He was training uh, high-performance athletics in various sports. And we're like, let's build a new model that kind of leveraged biohacking technology. It wasn't called biohacking back then, but we were using meditation. We were using frequency devices. We were using hyperbaric chambers, you know, 25 years ago and et cetera, and, and, and work on this new model. And then later on, what we recognized, because Americans particularly, and this has been exported around the world as American influence has expanded, is we've got major digestive health issues. I ran into digestive health issues after the Mr. Universe contest. I gave 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks because um, I wasn't able to clear the toxins from my system. The, uh, the diet that I was following, which was a performance-based diet, was disrupting my microbiome. And unfortunately, I met a doctor and we fixed all that. And so what we did is we started to fix people's guts first because nobody was doing that on a really good job. There was a lot of me too probiotics. There were some really low grade enzymes. Nobody understood how they really interacted. Nobody was focusing on recovery or performance. There were people in the hardcore illness things, like Gonzalez dealing with proteolytic enzymes and recovering people from cancer. There were uh, you know, people dealing with probiotics, particularly in regenerating people from extreme levels of bowel conditions, but no one was applying this to regular people. Right, take probiotics and that, oh, that's gonna fix everything. But they didn't know the different types and what did what and what do they grow on and what nutrients they produce. And so we started that company and we focused on that. And then we expanded our, as we see specific problems and we've got a series that we've been going through that we've been addressing where we produce best in class solutions with high levels of education so that people integrate that into a lifestyle that leads them to uh, living long and living strong. That's the whole genesis of the company in 25 years. 
Wow, that's great. And when did, yeah, when did uh, Buy Optimizers officially begin? What, we started, when was that? Um, we started back in 2004. Start our first, we started the company literally as an education company. Uh, you know, Matt was a marketer. I was a vegetarian bodybuilding champion that didn't use drugs. So we, we, we had this odd story that caught traction. We, we produced our first product, which was Masszymes in 2005. And then now- Still, still pro- producing that, one is still one of your best ones, right? One of the best products in our company. We've got three versions and we got, uh, it's gonna be an, another upgraded version because now uh, we have a partnership with the Birch International University. We're one of the only supplement companies that does this. We literally have um, 15 PhDs and master's students uh, working in the lab every day, running experiments on probiotics, enzymes, um, cofactors, all these different things. In fact, we're going to be filing some patents right now, uh, coming up. We have a genetic expert in AI learning, as well as a molecular docking agent. Both of them are PhDs and leaders in their field internationally, as well as the head researcher in the, in, who is PhD in microbiome. So now we're able to get far superior products than anyone else does. We can target them relative to genetic variants inside the body. And we can produce something that's far more effective in the human system than I think anyone else is out there. And people feel the difference and experience the difference. And uh, we're excited about this future. So uh, we're, and we're, and then we've also brought a whole array of other products now to support health. Like, our magnesium breakthrough, our nootropics, cognitive in, uh, customized cost, co- cognitive enhancement systems, um, and so it's been it's it's a dream come true now. Yeah, without question, man. Wow, what a what a long and and fun road. And I mean, I I've known of you and known you for I mean, come it'll be almost ten years here. Yeah. Um, since we first started to interact with each other, I mean, we before podcasts we were interviewing each other. I think for probably some other Danny Elliott. whatever there was before that is Elliot's strength event Elliot Elliot Hall's uh, strength camp yeah yeah that yeah definitely yeah Elliot was definitely a, a bit of a go-between for us yeah Mike because Mike and Elliot had such a, uh, a history together back in the 2000s yeah uh, training and, and stuff back when they were both highly competitive Mike and powerlifting and Elliot obviously a strong man which is great um you know, I want. There's so much I want to kind of get into about what you're doing right now, and particularly uh, magnesium breakthrough, actually. But yep. your background, your story is is worth mentioning here for our our listeners who maybe never heard episode 40. Right? Don't know you very well. Maybe they aren't familiar with uh, uh, the company by Optimizers. Um, or they're just not in the supplementation, right? There's a lot of people out there like, ah, that's not really for me, blah, 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 blah. But they would miss out on knowing who you are. And I feel like your story is quite cool because I think a lot of people can identify with you as a 15-year-old. There were three big things that had happened to you that kind of shaped the person that you've become and, and continue to be. And so could you take us back to that point in your life where, which kind of sparked all of this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the big things that I've noticed today is that people don't see the advantage or don't see the opportunity within challenges in their life. And when I was 15, three things happened to me. My parents moved from a little small town to a no town. It was myself uh, where they were caretakers for a wealthy business person who had a private resort and we took care of the private resort. So it was a beautiful place, but it was five miles up a dirt road in the middle of the woods to my closest neighbor. Um, we'd get snowed in for days and things like that in the Canadian winter. And uh, so there was a lot of isolation, a lot of times on buses and trucks. And, 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 I, and I lived a real almost monastic lifestyle. I mean, I'm frontier kind of living. Uh, and in many ways, we were very self-sufficient, but... I had a lot of time on my hands. Second day, my sister was diagnosed with cancer, uh, Hodgkin's disease, it's cancer of the lymph nodes. And my family was consumed with trying to save her life as she went through the medical model for four years before she died at the age of 22. So she was four years my senior. So I was faced with some existential questions very early in life. Um, 
And I had time to reflect on it. I'm not with my friends. I'm not hanging out with those things. I'm, I'm dealing with this life and death situation. So I realized, oh, well, your health isn't a guarantee and your life isn't a guarantee. Wow. And I can remember coming home from the hospital with my sister after she'd get a treatment. We'd have to stop on the 55 miles drive home. We'd have to stop five, six times for her to vomit from the treatment. And I was like, wait a minute. And my naive sense of it was like, if you're trying to be healthier, why is the treatment making her sicker? And I'm not here to condemn anybody. I'm not here to throw everybody in the prison. But, but, but just in my naive way, that sparked an interest. And then the third thing that happened is my sister gave me a bodybuilding magazine. It was a muscle fitness at Troy Zuclato on the cover, Mr. California. And uh, there was two pretty girls on there and, you know, driven wild with testosterone. I was a 15-year-old boy. I was like, wow, man, get those muscles. And inside that magazine... I opened it up and I was reading about the weeder principles. And I was reading about Gold's Gym, California. And then there was Arnold Schwarzenegger was all over it. And he was the guy. He was the biggest movie star in the world. He was making these cool 80s movies. He had all these muscles. He was living the life. And I bought his book, Education of a Bodybuilder. And in that book, he said, look, I've achieved all this from bodybuilding. Hard work, self-discipline, and a positive attitude allowed me to rise from nothing in a little town in Austria and become one of the most famous, successful people in the whole world. And I was like, well, everybody I know works hard, but I don't know anything about this thing called a positive attitude and self-discipline. There was none of that where I grew up. Yeah. And so I embraced those philosophies and I built a gym in my garage with pulleys and two wheelers under tractor tires. And I would use sawhorse benches and, and I, you know, my cable attachment had a steel thing and I have to put those old cement plates on the, the old York barbell club. Oh yeah. And oh, if you yeah. pulled it too quickly, it would smack you in the head. I mean, it was crude and I loved it because out of a life that I had no control, it was the one thing where I could see progress being made. Like you get a little stronger, you lift a little bit more weight, your muscles would change a little bit. And that led to um, the process of self-discipline, self-experimentation. And I went on and studied exercise physiology at the University of New Brunswick to get my background in kind of physiology and stuff. But it was all compartmentalized. There was nobody integrating this into some kind of applicable process to get me to Venice Beach Ground. Because I had this dream. I'm going to compete in the Mr. Universe. Like Arnold, I'm going to, I'm going to own a supplement company. I'm going to train at Gold's Gym and I'm going to, uh, I, I'm going to have these things and live in Venice Beach to live this dream. And I, it happened. It took me a long time to get there. And there was a lot of missteps, but essentially the promise was right. Um, and then I worked my way through the entire career at every level from working in gyms, um, owning my own supplement store, uh, being a, personal trainer for the who's who in Vancouver. And then eventually Matt and I, uh, founding the, uh, by what became by optimizers, uh, and it's been, uh, you know, almost two decades now that we've been running the company. And our promise was this, we're making stuff for us. It's going into my body and it's got to work and it's going to his body. It's got to work. So it's got to work for two of us that have very different diets and training philosophies. And two, um, it's got to work for everybody that's going to use it. And we, and so we, we built our product based on mission, not margin. And, and that was a wise choice. Although it was slow growth in the first, first decade was not easy. Yeah. And it's, so that just shows the grit that you guys have to stick with something. But if you weren't passionate about it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have followed through. We didn't even pay ourselves for over a decade. All the money just went back into the company because we were just excited about the mission. How do we, this whole thing of how do we make high performing, healthy people? How do we do this? How do we get the best out of people uh, in the current environment? And now we've got tens of thousands of people all around the world uh, every day, which are using your products every day. And I get all the testimonials and it's a dream come true. So it's, but you know, so for those who are listening, my message to you is this, whatever your obstacle is today. And I, and it, and the pain trains come into everybody's town as a human, it, you know, 
pain, suffering, uh, challenges in life, physical challenges, mental challenges, emotional challenges, death, uh, relationship, finance, all of that's coming at some, everybody. There's nobody that escapes all this. You got two options. One, you can, which is currently in vogue, is to kind of do who can be the biggest victim in life and, and your status is, is achieved or your sense of entitlement is achieved by how wronged you've been. But if you take that model and you extrapolate that down one, two, three generations, where do you go with that? It's not an upward trajectory. It leads you to nihilism, like what's the point? The other option is to get the same challenges that you might be facing, whatever they are, to say, hey, this is an invitation from divinity that is saying to me, I'm putting an obstacle in here because that obstacle is the springboard. It's the foundation of your future. Solving that problem, overcoming that condition, um, meeting that challenge is the evolutionary process. And throughout all of the observable biological nature that we're experienced with is it's survival, not of the fittest, but of the most adaptable. The species who adapt to the current changes in the environment, in the situation, in their local conditions are the ones that become more dominant as a species. And the reason the humans have become the most dominant species on the planet Earth today is because they are the most adaptable. And that is an evolutionary there's a lot there I would love to touch on there. Uh, where to begin? Uh, <laughs> well, I think about it. We're in the sport. Yes. Of, we're in the sports of progressively pu putting challenges, lifting weights, doing yes. exercise is, is, is controlled challenges. And not only do you get the improvement from that, but you get the confidence that you can deal with challenges. If life was just rainbows and pots of gold for us without much hard work, what, what are we gaining? What are we gaining without being faced with challenges? I just I, I was thinking about this on my way home. I, it might have been yesterday or the day before. And I was thinking, you know, all of these tough moments that I've had in my life, and I, it was prompted from a song I was listening to, and I'll get to that in a quick second. But all these difficulties, all these challenges, these hardships, people I've lost, relationships that are no longer, things like that, um, challenges at work, new relationships there that, that, that maybe you're trying to build or struggling in. Like, these are all lessons. These are all things that we are able to either teach ourselves to improve at and, and face, or there are things to run from, deflect, or pass off to somebody else. And if we do that second thing, there is no growth. There is no change. And that, that's life. And the song I was, I think, listening to that prompted me to even have some of these thoughts was a song called Dear Younger Me by Mercy Me. Dear Younger Me, and it's a letter that the singer, songwriter, it's almost like if he could have a conversation with himself as a younger person to try and help prevent certain things that he would have done. However, it would have changed the trajectory of his life, would have made him a different person. So it's almost like he was thankful for all the different things, the errors and, and mistakes and obstacles of his life, because that's what made him who he is today. And I think... It, it, we're not called to have a, an easy life. We're just called to have find to find our purpose and to 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 be able to I think have a some empathy for other people when they're going through difficulty and challenges. I know that I'm kind of going on a, a sidetrack of of what we're getting at, but every, all this stuff kind of overlaps on some level. That you know, if, if, if life's easy, what are we to gain? You know, Viktor Frankl's uh, book. Um, Man's search for meaning. I think, you know, where he was in the Nazi prison camps. I mean, this pretty it, 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 is a level of hardship and horror. Is, is, it, it, it's, it's extraordinarily, extraordinary in that you see people who have emerged out of these, or, or I follow UFC, the, the story of Francis Nagano right now, like, like in, in his rise out of just 
just the most horrific conditions that you can imagine. He gets to the UFC, and he's fighting the, the toughest guys in the world. He's like, yeah, this is kind of an easy life. I made it. <laughs> you, know, you know, like getting in the ring with the toughest guys in the world. And he's like, this is easy from where I was before. Yes. This and this is backed up by what I just I listened to a pod I listened to a lot of different podcasts and things and and just this morning somebody referenced Michael Phelps you know and obviously known as the the greatest swimmer that that we've ever seen and his workouts his training was so hard so challenging so rigorous that when he got to competition his confidence was so high above everyone else's because he knew he had already pushed himself harder than what he was facing on that day of competition, even though it was against the best athletes in the world at that sport. But because of that hard work, because of those challenges, because of all the stuff he continually put himself through, that was like a reward day to show up on competition day. And it was just, it, 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 it's the difference between someone that's good and someone that's great, is the great ones work hard no matter what, as if they're not the greatest. And it, they just continue to propel themselves further. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. 45 right? years old. He's doing things that no one's ever done and probably was one of the least likely people that you would consider doing it. But his commitment to excellence is, is I, I encourage people to watch that video series, Tom versus Time. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I actually read the whole thing in the, in the, in the SI too or whatever. I had a, a whole magazine dedicated to the whole series it's fabulous yeah these and, guys what are your money they make they work oh, yeah. so hard they're, they're single-minded focus for decades and decades and decades at the highest levels yep. yep providing a lot of entertainment and joy for for their fans trust me i'm a i grew up a giants fan so i i was a tom brady hater for a long time i think but i think a lot here of people I were in that camp that had to play against right. and then now everybody's kind of like he's kind of in this transcendent like what well, maybe i don't like yes. the team maybe i don't like it but you can't argue and he's he's single-handedly uh, i would say him and lebron james have flipped the paradigm between what is possible as an older athlete because they're leveraging much of the technology that's available to people today, which is now trickling down to every level of society. So their commitment to excellence in this odd sporting field has now created a transcendent benefit for millions and millions of people around the world. It's like, hey, I can... Every every old guy watching football now is like, God, Tom Brady looks good. What's he doing? I need to do this. That's right. That's right. It, it's amazing, right? The side effects. We're all just kind of riding in their wake. Yes. But we, we we're they're inspiring change in other people without them maybe even realizing, it, you know, which is pretty remarkable. But yeah, I mean, gosh, that's a whole nother conversation. I love it. But now here I live in Tampa. So now of course it's easy to love Tom Brady. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, pretty easy lead now. To Tampa, it seems nowadays. Lead to Tampa nowadays. That's right. Yeah. We were close. We were close. The, the, the lightning almost did it again. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Um, all right, so so getting back kind of on, on track, but this is fun. That's why I love unscripted uh, conversations like this because we I like natural. I like let's just go there, and it's fun to explore uh, all the different uh, topics. Everyone knows, you know, getting back into like some nutrition type stuff and really perfor- dialing in on helping people how they feel and how they perform. Everyone knows that the macros are vital to life, right? Everyone knows what the macros are. Those are the big ones, the proteins, the fats, and the carbohydrates, the ones that get all the love and the, everyone gets talking about those and how many macros and this, that, and the other. But what about the most essential micronutrients? Because I want to kind of go there with, with one of your lines, obviously. Will you talk about those, those four key things that we all need as human beings to feel and function properly, uh, whether we're athletes or not? I thought about this my entire life. And so I've summarized it. And um, by the way, for people who are listening, I, I have an awesome health course. I give away the philo- the foundational philosophy principles and it's air, water, exercise, sunlight, optimizers, mental beliefs and attitudes, education, testing, coaching. And what you're asking particularly too 
is the optimizer part of that equation. So I, so I'm going to explain to people how I arrive at these determinations. So when I was looking at, there was all this noise in the space of diet and macros and philosophies. And I'm like, okay, well, what is the one common element if we could focus on that we could improve ac across the body, we would get a net bump regardless of all of those other things. Well, I'm like, that's the cell. A cell in your body is the, 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 the single most uniform piece that we could address. So if I can make the cells of the body work better, I should be able to produce an overall benefit in aesthetics, performance, or health, whatever that person's goals are. So my, as a company, we said, how do we make those cells? Number one, we've got to deliver products. We've got to figure out what makes the cell work better, what they're depleted in, what they're deficient in, and how do we get the stuff from our mouths into the cells? Because there's a, there's a myth which we talked about in the other one, that, that it's a single canal from your mouth to your butt. The food's in that canal, but it's not in your cells. So if you eat 40 grams of protein, does 40 grams actually go to your muscles? We make that assumption in all macros. But now technology says, well, I can run a test and I can see that a person's deficient in this mineral. I can see that your hormones are deficient. I see you got these toxins running in your, in your urine. I see that you don't have these microbiomes happening. I, oh, by the way, you have a genetic issue that maybe you don't process fats very well, or you don't detox very well, or maybe you've been exposed to a variety of chemicals, or you have some advantages. We, we now know all this information now. You can run a bunch of tests and figure all this stuff out, which we do when we've been doing this for a lot of people. So here's what we've been able to determine from a nutritional supplement side that can optimize the cells. Enzymes, probiotics, which do the work. In other words, the transference of whatever you're eating to get to the cell requires enzymes and probiotics, and almost everybody is deficient in both of those things. And people that you'll say, well, the doctor, your enzymes are made by your body. That's true. But your body's capacity to make enzymes is limited and diminishes over time. And the other issue is it's metabolically costly. In other words, it takes up a lot of energy. And so if you can supplement with those two items specific to your diet or your goals, you can free up energy that can be used for other metabolic processes. Okay, so enzymes and probiotics, then you've got uh, essential amino acids, essential fatty acids, essential minerals, essential vitamins, and then I would classify other or herbal-based products. In other words, extracts from the world that can be used to either move energy in the body, address a deficiency, or remove a toxin from the system that is disrupting your function. That's how I look at optimizers. And so when we look at solutions, we look at, okay, what is a major common problem? Who's addressing it? And is there something that we can do a better job than anybody else in that particular area? Do we have some way of cracking a code on that? And we do. And one of those issues was, for example, in North America, virtually everyone is deficient in magnesium. Everybody. It's a huge issue because, and why? Because a hundred years ago, we went on to factory farming. We added uh, fertilizer to the ground that grew the plants better. The plants got weak. Uh, we added um, herbicides, pesticides, and fungicides to try and fight off the bugs that destroyed more of the microbiome. Those two things disrupted the enzyme content, the probiotic content, and diminished the amino acid content in all the plants that we were eating. And then on top of it, we stripped out all the magnesium out of the soil and we don't get enough. And magnesium is like a miracle mineral that controls over 300 different processes inside the body. There's a fourth element. And the fourth element is that we're living in, a, in an electromagnetic frequent, uh, like if you look at how much electromagnetic frequency that we've been subjected to compared to our grandparents, it's in the trillions of magnitude. 
Now, why is that important? Well, it turns out that magnesium is one of the control regulators on your cells that puts you into the rest and relax state. So people who have trouble sleeping, people who have restless leg syndrome, who have muscle cramps, who have PMS signals, who have vasoconstriction and food sensitivities, people who uh, have trouble regulating their heartbeats, people that don't, aren't able to balance their blood pH into its appropriate amount. When you go back to all of them, almost all of them have an imbalance between calcium and magnesium. They have way too much calcium and not enough magnesium and they have, work symbiotically together. And so we're like, well, why don't we address the magnesium issue? And going back to our conversation the other day where you worked with Charles Poliquin, Charles turned me on to this idea because he was giving four different types of magnesium to his, his Olympic athletes and professional athletes because they were training at extraordinarily high levels and they were stressing themselves out. And if they took more than recommended daily allowance of, of, of a variety of magnesium, he could get more performance out of them. And so um, he gave birth to our concept of where we keep magnesium breakthrough. And we took Charles' work and we went beyond it and made something um, even better than he, he had cooked up. Wow. That's something. Yeah. He was the, he was the man. He was a man for quite a while. I, I used to love watching him walk around with his fan. He had a fanny pack. <laughs> and he always said, he always said somebody was digging in that fanny pack for him. I'm not quite sure. But I remember we were out to lunch once and I, I had a salad or something on the side of my lunch and it had, it had carrots and he was knocking me for eating carrots. And then he, he, he was just, he was such an interesting, like, it was my first exposure, this is over 20 years ago, to somebody that, like, made a carrot out to be an evil food. <laughs> I, I was like, really? I thought I was doing myself pretty good, you know? I'm, like, 25 years old, you know? I'm like, I, I thought I could have some carrots. <laughs> yeah, it's, sometimes it's hard. I mean, I think he spoke, like, 14 languages or something. He'd learn a language, so he would learn the research biases of different countries and stuff. things. very interesting person. And I think with people... Very interesting. When people are really smart like that, it's it's hard to know if they're messing with you for fun or they yes. were legitimately just like, because there's a there's a kind of a fun sense of humor that they have in life, right? Yeah, he would have a very serious, oftentimes serious look on his face or fa facial expression, and then he would just and then just pause after you would say something, and we'd all look at each other like I I think actually I think it was I think there was a joke, <laughs> and then. Uh, I remember, I remember one specific uh, day, he was hosting some kind of stretching event or workshop. It was a one-day thing. I think it was in New York. And we traveled, the guys I work with, we traveled down to be with him for the day and spent a whole day stretching, like deep, heavy-duty. Was, I was so sore. Wow. I felt like I had done the hardest workout of my life for like the next couple of days. The positions we were in for extended periods of time, it was unbelievable. It was like ex ex extreme mobility, flexibility, some kind of, I forget what it was, some crazy workshop that he was hosting. But um, it was fun, and I learned something. Yeah, he's, he, he preferred that. Uh, I was checking my notes on Charles the other day because I was reviewing some information, and... Um, he had recommended, I think, Kelly Starling, uh, supple, leopard suppleness or something, a supplement like it's, uh, and he said that's probably one of the big uh, areas that people don't get in training is, is how they get bound up from flex, inflexibility in different body parts. And I've, I've been working with some people recently to help uncork some things as they get older. And I, it's an area that I need to explore deeper because I think I've missed the boat on a few areas on flexibility. Oh, without question. Yeah. The one thing I, I, I'll tell you, the hardest, what I've been telling people for past several years now, the hardest workout a week or per week for me is when we're out there getting our butts handed to us doing yoga. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our facility, our gym is not air conditioned. Our office is, our gym is not. So we're already doing hot yoga and trying to hold positions and getting into these 
poses and stuff. It's unbelievable how it opens up the hips and and gets your spine to. It, it's putting you in positions that the body's designed to go to that we used to get into without issue when we're younger. And then what happens inevitably, especially us muscle bound guys who love lifting weights, is that kind of robs us of a lot of mobility and flexibility, right? It stiffens us up. It tightens us up. And it's good to be strong, but it's good to be able to move too and be able to bend over and put your socks on without struggling, you know? So I, the yoga session for me is the hardest workout of the week by far. And as she, the, our instructor, Jen, who's amazing, who comes in and effortlessly does all of this stuff, as, you know, she has 200-pound men, like, but it really is so beneficial and it's the one workout that i i don't look forward to and the one i'm so grateful for when i've done it uh so anyway that's that's my two cents on that for any of you over 40 guys who think you're too good too cool too strong too big you should absolutely go do yoga in a class with an instructor uh, who's good and um, unbelievable benefits there because it's kind of it's getting all of the it's putting everything together right uh, mobility flexibility body weight you know calisthenic training it's pretty awesome um, so I, I, I want to dial in to some of these key micronutrients the things that really help us feel feel right let's just say things like you said magnesium things like sodium potassium so these things that and when we see pro athletes at their highest level and they drop because of a muscle cramp it's typically because of these these factors right it's not because they didn't eat enough protein yesterday it's not because they're not eating enough fat or had enough carbs it usually has something to do with these other things right and these are elite the best of the best well the more refined that you get the higher level that you perform um the more these things become critical elements towards your long-term success and i'll equate this in terms people can understand. Formula One racers drive around the track at a couple hundred miles an hour under crazy conditions and risk their lives and crash cars and do all this stuff. But the technology that, that they are able to develop at that the high level now translates into your car driving your family down the road. Better braking systems, handling systems, warning, all that sort of stuff has been developed at the high levels. And when you go to high levels of performance, you become like, if you've got a little wobble in your tire at 60 miles an hour, not a big deal. At 180, you crash. That's the difference. And why I think both of us can appreciate the high performance side of things is that's where you find out the nuances. See, that 60 mile an hour tire that you're running that you say, well, I'm not a performance athlete. Yes, you are. You're performing in your life. That little wobble in the tire will show up five years from now, 10 years from now, and take you out. It'll take you out with diabetes. You didn't regulate your blood sugar level. It'll take you out with a heart attack because you didn't offset the genetic risks that you might have. It'll take you out with cancer because you didn't have the ability to detox yourself. You'll start seizing up because you've got cramps in your body because you're not regulating your sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium channels and stuff. So. Uh, I didn't hydrate properly. All these things that are kind of like part and parcel to athletic performance apply to real people in the real world every day. Yes, you might not be throwing, you know, 50 touchdowns a season, but you got to pick up the kit. Like being a family person, running your business, running your life, being in a relationship, there's, that's, a, that's an endurance race that's going on all the time. And... It's way harder. <laughs> yeah. It just happens to be more I, common. Yeah, yeah. So it makes all the sense in the world to apply these things. And now, you know, and I would encourage people, the, the one thing if they, they get anything, and you know, yes, we advocate products and stuff like that. The one thing I can encourage people to do, if they want to get really serious about this, is to take a spectra cell test. Um, basically what they do is they take a little, they spin your blood, 
and they take a piece of blood and they spin your blood and they can see how well you are absorbing nutrients and what ones you are deficient in. And if, and, and the other thing I would might add is, is go get a genetics test. So for example, you and I, and, and Matt and I discovered this exactly. This is one of the things that we discovered through observation, but now testing has proven out. And for example, he did really good at metabolizing fats. I don't. I do really well at metabolizing carbohydrates. He doesn't. Well, could we fight about those things? Well, now genetics show that the way our genes go that I do better on carbs and he does better on fats. Okay, great. But there's elements of risk that I've got to mitigate. You know, I've got to mitigate a variety of things that I've inherited from my family and I supplement for them. And then I look at my spectra cell test. So I look at my DNA. I look at what things I absorb well, what things I don't absorb well, right? How I build a lifestyle to offset the liabilities and augment the benefits. And the spectra cell test is the bridge between what, what vitamins and minerals are getting into your cells and what aren't. And so now you can target and oftentimes they overlie with your genetics. And so now we can get into specifics. And when you read about people and that's why we give our, when we, when people have our products, I, I always give a money back guarantee on it. It's like, look, try it. You can do all the testing or just try it. And if you see the improvements, well, great. And if you don't see the improvements, we'll just give you your money back. Keep running another test if you, if you don't want to run all those other tests, but eventually you'll get to that. And, and um, magnesium, it's, it's crazy how many people are so deficient in that. It's crazy. It's like, I, it was this most shocking thing that I've discovered in my own career. And people might say, okay, well, magnesium. So you're saying I should take a magnesium supplement, you know? So what, and you've alluded to some of it and mentioned some of it, your particular supplement, uh, which is magnesium breakthrough, a couple of quick bullet points about it real quick, because I, that's what I really wanted to get to is it's, uh, but magnesium is great for, for sleep. Okay. And we, maybe we can go there a little bit because a lot of people are frustrated with poor sleep. It can help, as you said, reduce stress levels and help you feel more relaxed and at peace. Okay. So it's, it's actually helping the muscles to relax, right? Um, it helps you sleep faster and deeper. Again, we, I want to get to that. It's a an immune system booster, it helps you maintain a normal heart rhythm and also helps with bone health, with bone strength, bone density, right? So these are all things that are extremely important for everybody listening. Everybody wants strong bones. So we don't want to fall and break a bone. Everybody wants their heart to function optimally. Everyone wants to feel like their immune system is strong and everybody benefits from better sleep. Or, you know, disruptive sleep might be one of the most frustrating Right and life, um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Life disruptive, I guess, uh, of things is, is if you're not having a restful night's sleep, you're no good to anybody. And so, can you touch on on some of those things? It, it, let's start with sleep, if you would. Well, magnesium is I call it the miracle mineral that helps you relax. It flips it flips your nervous system from fight or flight into rest and relax. And why our friend Charles Poliquin was using it is because athletes are training two, three times a day, maybe they're in high stress environments. They were having a hard time flipping the switch off. Also, the way their neurotransmitter dominance makes them on more and can lead to burnout. And one of the things that magnesium is involved in is the replenishment of serotonin levels. Serotonin is what, uh, when you have low serotonin levels, that's what gives people depression. Well, if you look at the data, why is depression continuing to go up in the modern era? Well, I'm not saying it's because of a magnesium deficiency. I say magnesium is probably one of the correlative elements along with improper or insufficient uh, bacteria cultures that I'll help you metabolize that because 95% of your serotonin is made in the gut. It requires magnesium and it requires certain strains of probiotics. We have a probiotic strain called Cognibiotics that is great stack with magnesium for people who have low mood. 
Um, high blood pressure, type two diabetes, osteoporosis, migraine headaches, vasoconstriction, just like a muscle cramping, vasoconstriction, if you don't have enough magnesium, it doesn't relax. So people that, most migraines are an inflammatory response where the, where the, the artery closes. So th these are PMS, cramping, okay? So when you take magnesium, a lot of people like taking our product, they take a couple caps just before they go to bed because they, their body says, oh, I can clock down. And a couple good indications, if you're deficient in magnesium, you probably crave chocolate. Um, for foods, dark chocolate, avocados, nuts, almonds, cashews, Brazil, seeds, pumpkins, flax, chia, bananas, leafy greens, tofu, and legumes. Now, if you're on a ketogenic diet or you're on a restricted fat diet, you're probably not eating enough of those things. Pretty likely that you, and, and, and if you're getting all that diet from a North American diet, it doesn't have it even in, even in the plants that do. So then it goes, well, there's another level to this equation. Well, which type of magnesium is the right one? There's all these different magnesiums. Wait, what's the difference between all these? You know, that's the question. And we went about asking it. Now, I'll tell you how we, I tell, now we talk about crude. Um, one of the things that, I, that I'm aware of is that research can be manipulated. That double-blind research, it, sometimes it's, it, it precludes certain conclusions or doesn't have enough efficacy to actually apply over long terms. And, and I'm aware of that. And if you've been in research long enough, you're able to sort out good research and bad research. And then you can also start to see biases within literature. Now, some of the research is very concentrated on what type of magnesium. Sometimes it's just what was available to them. They just didn't think about it. And what we started to look at, kind of like Charles did, is, well, it seems like different magnesiums exert different effects on the body, it turns out. So we bought all every magnesium you could, and we start taking them singularly until we get the run. So we'd start at a half capsule in the morning, like half gram, half gram, half gram, half gram, half gram, then get the runs. Okay, that's as much I can tolerate it out. And then we went to the next one and the next one and the next one. And what we found is when we started doing combinations of magnesiums, we could take a higher dosage. Oh, okay, the body intelligently could tell the difference between these. And it's like, okay, well, then we started looking at, well, what combination would we work? We ran all of these different tests and, and spreadsheets and everything else. Matt and I are a little crazy that way. And we found that there were seven different forms of magnesium, that if you combine them in precise amounts, that not only could you get a better effect, but you could take more and get an even enhanced benefit from that. Like things that people never imagined would get fixed, started getting fixed. I mean, I even injected magnesium. I had a naturopathic doctor giving me intravenous, like intravenous magnesium. And wherever you had calcium in the body, you'd feel this burning sensation. You'd get really hot because the magnesium was breaking down the calcium deposits. Far up, don't do this under without supervision because you can screw yourself up. But I mean, I took magnesium to the like you know we as, as far out of the, that this thing as you go because I was deficient. I got burned out, couldn't sleep. I was a serial entrepreneur doing all this or stuff. Like I, I was a product of my own high hyperdrive, and that's what led to the discovery of this. And so we broke down the magnesiums that work and and created a product for ourselves. And it turned out that a lot of other people really liked it too. Wow, and that's something. That's that's yeah. You actually went to sites on your body and could feel the effect of the magnesium on the buildup of calcium and that. And yeah, yeah. Wow. So so for when that was when we were doing it intravenously, right, um, right. So, so I was taking magnesium intravenously, and you'd kind of dose up under the guidance of a naturopath because you really screw yourself up if you do that wrong. Right. And as you got up into the higher dosage, you would you'd feel burning sensations sometimes in your brain calcium deposits had built up you feel it in like where i had owies from training shoulder joints you feel burning there or different parts of it would get really hot you could feel you, all this blood was going there so it was like wow so in again formula one style we're taking the car right to the edge to see what those were and then we're coming back and like okay how do we make this uh you know 
simple, convenient, easy for people over the long term. And yeah. that's where we came up with Mag Breakthrough. I just finished my uh, my last bottle of Magnesium Breakthrough, so I got to get myself some more. But I, I, I was taking it uh, at night before I went to bed. And what I was looking at earlier on my phone, I was looking at my sleep score because I monitor my sleep. And once you know it, my sleep was better over the last couple of months uh, than it had been prior. I was getting, I was falling into more deep and um, REM sleep and getting a better sleep score uh, and waking up less. And I, I, I mean, I've been monitoring my sleep for several years now. So to see that impact from just taking magnesium breakthrough for a couple of months was indicative of what that can help you do having a more restful night's sleep and getting higher sleep scores and feeling better when you wake up. Yeah, about, um, it's, it's over 99% of the people who are tracking their sleep regularly add magnesium breakthrough to their sleep program. They take a couple capsules before they go to bed, at least. And if they, some do the loading cycle that are really struggling. All of them, that 99% report benefits. There's a small percentage of the population that um, magnesium products can don't doesn't work with them for whatever they have a unique biochemistry. I know a few of those people, and I've had conversations with them, and it doesn't work for for, for ninety nine percent. They're going to see a, a a benefit, and uh, if they're tracking sleep scores, it becomes really easy. Just add two of these caps before you go to bed every night. Track your sleep score for a month, and guess what? You'll be a believer, and you'll feel the difference. The other thing is you feel the yeah. difference. Yeah. And it's something. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely have to, to invest and get some more myself. But as you said, Wayne, at the uh, Wade earlier, you know, Bioptimizers has a whole line of of, of things. Uh, Masszymes, which which I've taken on and off over a period of years, is uh, PMO three, right? You have which yeah. is the the yeah, it's the, the, the probiotic patented. Uh, yes. And so there's a whole host of great things, but is the best place for people to go by optimizers.com just so they can see your whole line or are there other places? I think think they have a, uh, I think they have a link for you, I believe. Oh, well, we'll drop that in the description area, but someone listening right now, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's down in there. So I'll just, I'll just attach it in the show notes. So all they they have to do is just click the link in the description area. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if you if you knew of a. Well, anywhere in Bioptimizers is great, but I, I think they put in um, your your podcast link in ten or something. They get a discount on everything, uh, and more importantly, they can find us on Bioptimizers. I got a podcast as well. You were just on the other day. They'll be dropping soon, which is cool. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that, and that's called what's the name of the, the your podcast? Is the Awesome yeah, Health the Awesome Health Podcast and, and Awesome Health System. So I always I'm a systems guy. I built the Awesome Health course. It's 84 days, 12 weeks, five to 15 minute videos to build the whole system of how do I address those primary movers: air, water, exercise, sunlight, optimization on a cellular level, beliefs and mental beliefs and attitude, education, education, and coaching. So. You know, we're a supplement company, but I'm like, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet and a bad lifestyle. Supplements are designed to improve upon if you're handling the fundamentals. That's why we call our company BioOptimizers. It optimizes your biology. And the more that you are pushing it, the better our products are going to work for you because that's where they, they were designed for the Formula Ones of the world, but they translate down to uh, the regular cars as well. That's right. Absolutely. Right. The, the best, the best breakthroughs, you know, like magnesium breakthrough, but the, the best stuff, the best science out there is really just a trickle down effect from the highest levels of achievement from NASA down to what we have in our own kitchen, right? From Formula One race cars down to what we're driving in, in everyday life and, and, and all the mechanisms needed. So um, I, I think it's just great. Uh, love what you guys have been doing for so long. And I, what I really love is not just how well backed this is by and tested, uh, but I love how passionate uh, you guys are in continuing to find ways to improve upon uh, your, your line and adding new things in and, and stuff like that. It's And that's what keeps it fresh. It keeps it because, uh, you know, you, you learn and find new things out as time goes on. You know, things things change and you're like, oh, and you got to you can't just 
could keep doing it the same old way. So I, I love love what you guys are doing and how passionate you are. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And again, listeners, go to that uh, description area of the podcast and the show notes there and click the link and you can learn more and uh, maybe start taking some magnesium yourself. If you're having trouble sleeping, uh, trust me, I've been using it and I typically sleep well, but it actually made my sleep a little bit better. I was getting higher sleep scores uh, over the last few months myself. So uh, always a pleasure, Wade, connecting with you. Always a great conversation. Love where we went. A little all over the place today, which is always a good thing. And uh, thank you, listeners, for choosing Strong by Design. We always have some uh, kind of great takeaway or, in this case, lots of uh, terrific takeaways, lots of nuggets, things that you can apply in your life. Hope this episode was meaningful to you. If you would hit five stars uh, on on whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening, that would be great. Leave us a review and share this episode with someone who could benefit from all of the great information from uh, Wade today. Thank you so much. Talk with you next week. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you. 